Hello. We're back. We're back. Last show of the year. This is Heavy Breather. Um, I just want to mention, I, for the people who don't know, uh, who have been listening, we when we do the show, we both listen to uh, the Fat Boys as we're doing the show. Uh, for inspiration. The soundtrack to Disorderlies. And it just and we just kind of go from there. Yep, that's that's the, what the show is basically about. The baseline, Fat Boys are the baseline. I I just I, I try to channel th- their inspirational energy. Of, yeah, of them uh, murdering a, an old man in hospice care, just dropping turkey meat into the open <laughs> wounds of an emergency room patient, and just you know. But I, the, the real, really, and the weird thing is in that later in the movie they die and then they start haunting the uh, the people that come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the part and that I, like, I didn't like is when the old man, he's like getting bed sores and they're turning him over and then they're eating the hamburgers and the hamburger juices are getting on yep. the bed sores and he's just crying out. And yep. it, he's a really good actor and I, I just felt like, you know, I, yep. I could feel his pain and I'm, I'm assuming bed sores don't feel good. And so... No. I they're, guess they're, they're, they're raising they're awareness. They're doing that joke, the, the kick over the bedpan joke constantly. <laughs> the bedpan's constantly being splashed over. Yep. Splishing and splashing. Yep. They haunt, they haunt, they die and they haunt, but they still eat. They still have to eat turkey stick, turkey uh, legs and yep. pizza. Totally. By the way, if, I hope for everyone listening to this on uh, New Year's Eve when this is broadcasting, congratulations on closing out your year uh, yeah, with heavy with this. This is when you're going to be at your party, you know, with, with all your friends, you know, uh, getting COVID and you're all, you know, you know, breathing in the COVID and you're, and you're cheersing mm-hmm. and right when you're cheersing, you're going to look to your friend and you're just going to think about this show and you won't be able to, to stop and it'll probably take over your life. You'll be making love to your, to your husband mm-hmm. and that's all you can think about. But it's, you know, kind of spices stuff up a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to, you'll probably get pregnant <laughs> is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I think, uh, fertility uh, is proven to go up when you listen to heavy breather. That's why a lot of people listen to us as they're they're copulating. We should call this show uh, Aphrodite mm-hmm. breather. Sperm counts through the roof. Women start producing more eggs. It's yeah. not it's the, like too many. They use them all up. Like they all come out at once. Mm-hmm. It's just like a there's which is kind of a bummer because you know because that's it. You're done with your eggs at that point. You've used your life's worth of eggs mm-hmm. after you listen to this show is what Marius is trying to say. Not me. I would never say that. <laughs> I was saying that you make more like your body just starts oh. popping little oh. little ones out like, you know, See, you're more positive. I was just like this bleak thing where they just all come out and then you're like, please come in. You're trying to scoop them back. Go back yeah. in. Go back in. Or you happen to be, you know, I don't know, you're, you're at church and, you know, you look at the priest and you say, is this go time? Mm-hmm. Meaning you go, you know, you guys enjoy a nice lunch of, uh, of, uh, wafers. Yeah. Eat some, you can scoop some ambrosia salad up with the, with the wafer. It's a nice yeah. neutral, the wafers don't with have like Eucharist, a lot of flavor. What are they called? Yeah. Eucharist you, wafers. What are they called? Yeah. Eucharist crackers. Yeah. Eucharist crackers. <laughs> and you're just like, just jamming them into the dip. Yep. Hummus. I just bring my own to parties. Do hummus? You, you know, do sweet? You can get like uh, do like a like a fondue, like a chocolate. Mm-hmm. You dip them into a little melted chocolate. It's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Or that that like the 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 chocolate that like the shell for like soft serve. Put that mm-hmm. little crispy chocolate. 
it's yummy. You could add a little holy water in it to, to thin it out. Maybe it's maybe it's clogging up the pores of the uh, of the the machine. And they do call them pores in the in, for some reason that that machine that that has the chocolate fondue. Mm-hmm. If you if you you know when you're learning, training on the machine, if you if you use another word for it and not use the word pores. You know, you can't, you're not allowed to operate the machine. Yeah, I do. I love the idea of pores in general. So the more uh, yeah. we apply that idea to yeah. other things, the happier I am. How do I, is there a lotion that will give me more pores or, or make my pores more present? Right. Yeah. Is like, is the, are we just born with a set amount of pores and that's, we're just, we have to know. deal with the, the hand that, that God dealt us or can we take things into our own hands and, you know spice ourselves up can you make more more can you accessorize with pores like you'd be like oh he's he had his pores are really big on (laughs) the left side of his face but you know instead of wearing like a like a a, um like a necktie or Mm -hmm. something cool or a bracelet you 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 know i don't know something like that happens what's it called when you're like uh you have it's like you're you have a negative reaction to holes like patterned holes it's like tryptophobia or something you know what I'm talking about? Know. Like people that like they don't like like seeing holes in a in like a cluster. Oh, hmm. and I wonder how you deal with like lo- looking at your own pores in your face when your pores. Yeah, you just it's just a, a dark thing you have to to deal yeah. with every day. I, I think like that's it. why they don't. That's why they don't do it because they don't have that medicine. I mean, it, the, the, the technology has been invented for, to to make the pores in your skin more patterned and bigger. Mm-hmm. But we don't because of those people. They said no. These people will be highly triggered by this. Yeah, they just that's need to I get think. over it. Like yeah. the, they like there's like flowers that have like holes in their the. The, the bud or whatever and you see pictures yeah. of that I mean I, the, the, it is sort of weird looking there's these images that are slightly unsettling but in a good well, way like the for pores, the pores would be so big you could fit like if you, yeah, if you had a long fingernail a little pinky your child's pinky, pinky finger right. and you wouldn't you wouldn't want to stick it into it because you don't want your your, your, your fingernail to to shatter nope your brittle fingernail, your, your 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 fingernail, your body has been depleted. You're turning gray. You have not had the right nutrients. No riboflavin. Right, but if you if you do, you know, some people like having brittle fingernails. You can you can buy some products. It's like instead of putting like cuticle, right, lotion or whatever, you just get the stuff. Stuff you have to get it at like a head shop. It's next to the. Yeah to the bongs and between the bongs and the kratom and then you you just put that on your fingernails it turns them yellow and brittle and so it's like they brittle. shatter like uh it's like made from uh it's like made from from radio radioactive material mm-hmm. so it's making your bones brittle yeah you're you 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 might you know push an elevator button and your 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 bones just collapse in on themselves yep. and your finger I do like that concept though of shaking someone's hand and just <laughs> the, the, the nails shatter it just you know it scares the person because it makes a sound you know <laughs> when you're when you're reaching in to shake a hand you, their nails shatter in your hands yeah and and yet you look at them thinking they're going to turn red and get embarrassed but you can tell that they're aroused <laughs> right it's startling for that because it's painful too to have your fingernails yeah. shatter I mean that's really tender meat under there so you're in agony but you also kind of like it and yeah. uh, then they you know it, it, it's like a mirroring agony back and forth between the two of you. It's an aphrodisiac. Yeah, it escalates until the the pain becomes ecstasy. You know, and, and that in between the pores, the perfectly lined pores, mm-hmm. like a cluster of a spherical cluster of gigantic pores. 
can hide. That is a beautiful thought. Hide treats in there. Um, I hope everyone had a good good Christmas. I was just about to tell the story about the guy that I knew who had these that kind of. We we talked about this, and you were very unsettled by it. Yeah, by I my don't. Story, I so don't want to hear it. We're gonna move on <laughs> to a different topic. Uh, new yeah. Topics. I hope everyone's having a good New Year or uh, Hanukkah, look, we, um, Kwanzaa, whatever you you do. Yeah. Uh, we lost. We lost a pat- patron. A Patreon. We got. We we gained one. Yeah. See how that works. We lost our it's, our our. Uh, he's an Australian guy so now like we can sisyphus or, or yeah. sisyphian fight yeah we get one we lose two that's just kind of the way it works but now we can really go in on Austra- we don't have to hide our uh opinion on australia we, we can really just let See the world we know how we feel we, we talk about what we would do with the bodies and how long we would keep them for <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, do you, do you, I just read that that uh, Louisiana, the uh, Republican. Yeah, from, I was just gonna say that guy. We were gonna talk about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he he was like anti-mask. He had a big party for his winning winning. Uh, you know, getting in Congress, and then he, you know, he's an anti-mask guy. Young guy, forty-one. He he ended up catching it, and you'll never guess what happened yeah, to guess him. Guess what? This guy was like, he he. There's like tweet him tweeting like not even a month ago saying. We have to, you know, think about the economy. We can't, we can't shut down because, you know, the, we're going to hurt the economy too much. Fast forward twenty six days, and he's like their Jesus. He's like their. He's going to come out of a cave like Jesus. Yeah. The only problem is his feet martyr. didn't get washed. <laughs> he didn't get his feet were washed by by his. Uh, yeah, that's true. His there's, constituents. There's a lot of pictures of him at at campaign events with no one wearing masks. But there were no, yeah. there was no uh, photos of him with his sh- socks yep. and shoes off, getting his feet washed. With- I thought, I thought you were gonna say him not wearing shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, please, someone wash my feet. He's just kind of propping up his feet, uh, I, yeah. like, please, uh, yeah, just expectantly, like, eh. yeah. But he was also. He- uh oh, you, your bike. What do you Something happened. Okay. It's back. Go. Sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Like I don't know what we're talking about. I'm going to guess it has something to do with uh, fingernails shattering and going inside somebody's bloodstream. And oh, that's right. Yeah, he could. Yeah. He's no, he's no longer with us. He would. He yeah. He's the martyr. He's the martyr of the Republican Party. So people will use him. They'll be like, he died for us. He had. So people had to die. They, it's true. They all said people aren't just going to have to die. They just didn't think it would be that. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that that struck me was, I guess you know, if you're of a certain echelon of like Republican, you know, if you're Chris Christie or or uh, Rudy Giuliani right. or Trump, then you get like the the crazy. You get this the the cocktail mega cocktail. But if you're just some random, you know, state rep elect yeah. in uh, Louisiana, then yeah, you're just SOL. You're yeah. not, no one's coming to save you. No, not Doesn't even the hospital, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just. Yeah. But I saw the, fa- the the comments, and it's just it's amazing the the, uh, the amount of cognitive dissonance there is with with people, even dem- Democrats. I mean, people are like, "I'm a Democrat," and and this is disgusting that you that you're that you're saying I told you so. And it's just like, what do you? I mean, come on, this person. It's not just okay. Yes, let's just say if that if that's the only thing that happened, but you don't know how many people this guy has killed indirectly oh, yeah. by being like, "Look, I don't. You shouldn't do it," or by being around him or whatever. I mean, so I don't. 
I, look, he no. He advocated that the economy was more important than human lives, right. and now that we've just seen that play out in the most per- perfect way. So, how do you feel about ba- anything other than you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel bad for his kids. I feel bad for his kids. But look, there's a, there's a thing. He, what he did was he he went into a room. He opened the door. Okay, open the door. He mm-hmm. s- he sees a bed. It was unmade. So he decided <laughs> to make it. He made the bed. And then he laid in it. He saw a field, and then he, he, he sowed uh, yes. uh, the seeds. He reaped them. And then, and then he, he came back, <laughs> and he reaped those, those, those crops yep. that he had planted. It's, very, it's, it's almost uh, poetic. You know, there's a poetic, and I don't mm. want to say justice because that's not, that's not right because it's true. He has children, and I don't. I, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't even wish it upon him. I'm gonna, not gonna lie to you. I would not wish it upon the the person to die. Yeah. But because but, he did, <laughs> he did. He yeah. I mean, you know, if he maybe if he uh, hadn't hadn't been, you know, his stance hadn't been that the people buying and selling stuff was more important than people like being healthy. Then I would have a different feeling about it. Yeah, he chose. He chose. Uh, well, I mean, look, come on. Let's. What, what did he choose? He chose. He chose for he and his grown rich buddies to to keep on keeping on. God yep. bless America. Yep, quite a way. Land to, quite a what to end the year. Quite a way to end the year. Mm, yeah. Just. I wish I could just pass on. <laughs> just turn it on like a switch and just yep. like and out. Never See been ya. born. Zoop, zoop, zoop. <laughs> Just unexist. Unexist. I mean, imagine the feeling of that. I mean, dead sounds like it would probably feel pretty good. Just the nothingness, but to not exist—that's a whole other. It's like you flip the switch up on what you, you think that it goes to ten, but then you keep pushing and it breaks. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, because I mean, they say you know that the. the our brains are just interpreting time in a linear fashion, but it actually just exists as like a thing. It's just fluid, you know, uh, it does, there's no forward or backwards. So when you die, you're just stuck in your life forever, basically. Well, that's a nice thought. So you you really have to to be unexisted in order to, to really find true true peace, but you can't, can't find that, but you're not dead. You're just, you just, you've never existed. It's a beautiful thought. How rare are we to be here? How rare is it that we're, you and I are talking to each other and we could see each other and you're wearing a mesh shirt. <laughs> I put it on just for the show. The human beings, we, we, you know, think about it. There's no other life in, in the universe. These human beings and they evolved and they grew and they're doing, you know, they learn how to hunt. Now they're building buildings and they wear mesh shirts and they have, they wear mesh. Yeah, someone, anyway, if they want to, they invented me, uh, the mesh shirt is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. Someone invented the mesh shirt. They were born. They, they had a life and, you know, their parents probably nurtured them. Yeah. And then they, you know, they looked at a, like some like mesh, you know, or some, some fishnet tights maybe. Someone invented they mesh. A, <laughs> they looked at a t-shirt and they were like, what if I combined these yeah. two? He was, he was a fisherman. Mesh? He was fishing and he looked at the net and he said, mm-hmm. what if I wore this as a shirt? It's, it's, it's warm outside. And honestly, I think the ladies are going to find it sexy. Yeah, like I'm wearing this cotton. It's like, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of breathable, but it's still getting sweaty under here. But what if it was just fishnet, fishnet. netting, and then I could just, you know, let my, my little chest hairs could poke through. Yeah. 
There should, we should be have like, like, you know, like how you have to go in the Israeli army for a year or two or whatever it is. My, my, if mm-hmm. I had a country, it would be, you would have to wear mesh for a full year at, so, at some part of your body. Right. Yeah. It would just be like part of the, the your duty to your country. Yeah. You serve by wearing mesh. And I would have video cameras in every single person's house and I would just be constantly watching and I would be coming dehydrated and tired because of the constant watching. Mm-hmm. It would be worth it though, because you'd be, you'd be the villi- vigilant watcher. <laughs> yeah, it'd be my job. That'd be your job. I like I like the punk punks used uh, um, which I always thought was kind of kind of cool. But they, instead of using mesh shirts, they would do muslin. Like they would kind of make these shirts out of muslin, and mm-hmm. they would just kind of f- fall all over you. I'm gonna guess it's Vivian Westwood is the inventor of that one. Yeah. She's cool. And those mohair uh, sweaters, too. Oh, man, those are cool. I would wear one. It looks so old and just frumpy in it, but I would do it. <laughs> just you accentuates it. all the, my jowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're weird. Your you're weird bones that keep growing. Yeah. Uh, I just watched that movie um, about... It's uh, the, uh, what's, uh, the Orson Welles movie. It's got Peter Bogdanovich in it, and he, he, mm. he did Mask. Speaking of which, see how I tied you, that in? Oh, yeah, totally. And I didn't know go. that. That's act, Mask with, with starring Cher, who's amazing. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, w- I want to watch that. I haven't seen it yet, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The Orson Welles thing. It's amazing. Yeah, the Orson Welles. Seen Mask. It's amazing. And then, and then the movie that they talk about, you know, him trying to make this movie, it's, it, it yeah. got released. Right. They, they finished it. They finished which it. Which I haven't watched either. That's apparently that's not a spoiler because it's on Netflix, too, so... Anyway, I, I can't be good. I don't think it is. I mean, I'm curious to watch it, but I, I, I kind of, I don't really like Orson Welles. I love Citizen oh, Kane, man. but I, I don't, I don't like a lot of his other movies. Yeah, there's a couple I, others that I can't remember, but yeah, Citizen Kane is the one. It's the one. It's the one. But, but the thing is, you just rewatch them because it's not that you're like totally impressed with the entire movie. It's more the, um, the, the kind of Hitchcockian camera angles and, and the dramatic, that kind of stuff. He's really good at it. It's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've tried watching a few because we have you know the Criterion Channel, yeah. whatever, and I just haven't found one that I really grabbed. Even the ones that people love, like the kind of more noirish ones. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name. If you just now. tuned in, you're you're listening to NPR. This is this is uh, <laughs> it's like NPR if two idiots who like didn't really know what the the, yeah. the, the topic. Like NPR. if this was NPR, we'd have show notes. Hi. And we'd be like, hi, I'm Terry. I'm Terry Gross. Hi, that's my impersonation. We are trying. This is going to be our demo tape that we send yeah. to NPR. This is it, and then we're going to hit the big. Time. We're going to edit this part out. We're not going to tell them about our plan in the <laughs> in the show. Dear, they can't know. Dear NPR. Yeah, this is our our our, our Machiavellian yeah. plan this to our, to you know get. You know, maybe we could get a slot on This American Life, yep. and then from there, you know, I'll be on I'll be on This American Life, and you'll be on Car Talk, and then mm-hmm. we'll combine the shows. You yeah, know, the, the the two shows will start being airing closer and closer together each week yeah. until they melt together into one show. We'll take over the the whole station. The whole the station will then at that point. I don't know. I would just it would just be I would just play. Um, Probably either Faces of Death or Old McDonald's commercials 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, you might have to dip into some other fast food, yeah. but 
like those weird Jack in the Box commercials with the, the the moon face guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where the where the Jack in the Box gets gets out and stabs the the kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just murders yeah, him. The, the moon guy kicks the kid off the cloud, and then he falls, falls to his death. Know, and they thousands say it's fun. of feet. It's fun to eat hamburgers. That's their <laughs> tagline. It's fun. There's just like you can see the like a grisly murder happening in the background, but they just they were mm-hmm. filming the scene. They didn't have time to edit it out. Yeah, it's like kind of out of focus because it's yeah. focused on the hamburger and it's zooming in slowly. But in yeah, in like kind of blurry, blurry periphery. It's like the Wizard of just, Oz, where the where you can't where yeah. it's like the it's like it's one of the uh, dwarves hanging, or is yep. it a bird? I feel like this is like the sixth time we've talked about yeah. Wizard of Oz in the past. It's weird, months. yeah. But and yeah, and if you if you sync that with uh, <laughs> with with Garth Brooks' second album, yep. it's like yeah, it's perfect. Dark Side of the Moon, Dark Side of the Bonnie Boy, Ra- play Bonnie Raitt. But yeah, this show is is it's. It's what we're going to pitch to, to, to NPR. It is also kind of our manifesto. This show, all the ideas in it. It's it's you know, mm-hmm. we're f- we're formulating some ideas about five G. We haven't quite figured out our opinions yeah. yet, but this is the manifesto in progress. Can't tell if we should like be worried about that or skip ahead and be you know start doing research for six or seven G. Mm-hmm. What, what do you or, think people are going to say about that? go like full 180 and just get really pro 5g like the yeah. the waves are seeping into my bone marrow and, and fortifying fortifying it, you know? kind of like chemtrails the way because that's the thing people with chemtrails they think oh chemtrails are bad and no i we i go try to find them and, and when they dissipate i try to be near it and have the chemicals yeah, stick, come in me i stick my tongue out like it's i'm trying to catch a snowflake yeah. but it's like the, the the chemtrail sprinkling down it's a beautiful thought seeing you seeing you uh on a hill with some couples and they're having lunch they're having a picnic and you're running <laughs> nice picnic with your tongue out trying to catch all those chemicals because they're they're the government is trying to the government wants a healthy populace yeah. okay they're not trying to <laughs> make us sick <laughs> they want us strong because yeah. they're going to use us as their their dark army they see you they, they watch you they, every time they fly past they notice you they've when when they take their you know they they look down and they can see you and they know you're a good boy and they'll yeah and you know they're going to give you extra put extra good stuff in the chemtrails yeah throw a little little extra treat in there for me a treat but, but i think 5g is the same way it's you know see they're right. invisible waves that are uh flying around yeah i think i think they did do some study that 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 showed that they so, uh, increased the likelihood of, of mice getting cancer, that's but good. that's mice or humans. Um, well, the thing is, I mean, that's the thing. People get worried about that, but it's like get pet insurance. I mean, that's the one thing you can do to make <laughs> to make it. You know what I mean? I get it. I, exactly. I don't want my mice yeah, it's to get not cancer. expensive. I love my mouse, but I have pet insurance. Pet insurance is very reasonably priced. Yes. It's much cheaper than people insurance, especially for and, mice. Uh, yeah, the mice don't live that long anyway. Nope. I'm assuming no. So not unless you keep them in a very very cold environment. <laughs> you know, can you freeze mice and they come back to life? I'm pretty sure you can do it with cats. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact, the the lake near my house, uh, you know, would freeze every winter, and the cats would get stuck in there, and you could all see. all the cats, the great thawing of the cats every <laughs> the cat. summer. You'd ice skate over it, and you'd just see the cats, just like with their claws up and mouths open. You'd miss them, but you knew that yeah. you'd be old petting them again soon enough. They all survived, but no, the they lake near my house did have, it, but it wasn't that. It was um, it was a uh, goldfish. 
you know, big or oh, carp. Really? What do you call them? Carp and bluegill. Yeah. Again. But the carp, you could see the carp frozen in the ice. Am I assuming they lived? Yeah, they're fine. Yep. They're used to it. They like it. Yeah, they do like, like they're it. Weird, they're, they're a weird thing. They get off they on live it. Longer. They live longer that way. Getting frozen. I do like that concept of, of yeah, like bending time where you fr- freeze yourself and you could live and see what it's like in, you know, 2077, see what apocalyptic mm-hmm. roving games. What, what, yeah, what kind of hellscape we've we've unleashed. Yeah. How much of the, the coasts of our coastal cities are underwater it's nice you just, it's like it's literally you, you wake up and you go outside and it's literally it's almost exactly the movie water world <laughs> it's i mean it's like people are in like really beautiful like cod pieces and like you know bandanas and stuff and medallions and they're like roving around on these rafts yeah what is it about living in a world of water that makes you wear cod pieces and stuff like that i don't get it no but clue I'm and sure there's a good reason. I must war with it. I don't, what are they fighting about? I, I, I like cigarettes, fighting. right? <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a long time. I need to revisit it. That is another mo- weird movie where, where, where Kevin Cosner's character dies like midway through. And then they just kind of, it just aimlessly moves on and just, it's about nothing. And it's like people talking in the distance and kind of people walking by the camera for like a good 45 minutes. And then it just ends. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like a camera sitting on a pontoon and it's just sort of drifting around and you're just sort of as the viewer, you're just watching it and it's just nothing, nothing. Very arty. I didn't realize how arty water world was arty. Water world two is much more violent. Yeah. That's, that's when they, they, they get real dark. Jessica Tandy is like a, a warlord. She's trying to get mm-hmm. the good, the, gr- the green water. She's like, yeah, like a master blaster from, uh, Mad Max kind of character. Yeah. She's she's uh, wreaking havoc. Extremely strong. Great, great actor. She's great got actress, a lot of range. Yeah. She was great in that. Which some people say that that you know, Waterworld is a sequel to. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's li- there's little you know Easter eggs. There's hints that they're connected. It's the same yeah. universe. I mean, Rob, Rob Roger Ebert suggested it as a joke but then people kind of caught on and they were like oh no this is and they find this, this is rarities real. you know yep you know. somebody's gonna do a documentary about we should do it we should we should we okay. actually should that would be amazing just like why did yeah. they spend and really do a good job of it of uh, of the, the expanded just find all the, the little things that you could compare between the, the tandy verse yeah uh, the different different the tandy verse which it's all connected machine cocoon Mm-hmm. Was she or cocoon? Yeah, too? she was. She was, both of them. Yeah, she, it's implied that she makes love. Yes, she's the extremely horny. Uh, she was probably forty years older at that point than <laughs> Wilford <laughs> Brimley because he was what he wasn't even fifty yet. Yeah, he was like uh, he was like my. He was forty nine. Yeah. Well, get him, get in there. It's a cocoon. It's about elderly people uh, right before they're about to die because they're so old and unhealthy. Yeah, I play the. You know, the middle age, the middle one. <laughs> if he's supposed to be old man, I, w- I was thinking I was going to try and because you can submit your own, um, you know, factoids to yeah. to IMDb, and I wanted Just to try trying. and submit a factoid about about how Cocoon is the only Wilford Brimley movie uh, where he talks about his boner because it's true. It? There's no other movie. Well, do it. Get in there. Started, I change Wikipedia all the time. <laughs> If it's a verifiable factoid, yeah. you know, it's like a little fun trivia. It's yeah, interesting. No, that's true. 
I changed Wikipedia just for fun because like it's funny it's funny to do because you can do it. I'm not saying you should do it, but it's very easy. It takes literally <laughs> not even five seconds. If you just think of something like, you know, I don't know, I can't remember what I did. It was like a uh, some kind of p- political person and they did something naughty and I just wrote that in there, you know, like I can't remember what it was. And it, it, it takes a while for them to take it down so you can take screenshots at least. And Yeah, you have a few minutes. You print it out and give it to your father and be, you know, mm-hmm. for his birthday and say, "Look, are you proud of your son?" I'm, I'm published. I'm a published writer. I'm now. Published. I'm a, I'm a historian. Historian. I made. I'm a researcher. History. Nobody else put this in here. I did. I'm a maverick. They took it down. They couldn't handle the truth no. that I was trying to spread. Yeah. So don't do it. I mean, you know, just because it comes up. Wikipedia and I, I, I do appreciate Wikipedia, but it's real easy to do and really yeah. fun. I mean, look, the, there's these weird nerds that are obsessed with, you know, that's like their whole lives as being Wikipedia editors and they need something to do. So yeah, I feel like you're actually doing them a favor. You're doing them a favor. You're giving people work, giving them a hobby. You know, they can be like, they can feel important because they fixed it. Yeah. I don't believe in history, man. I don't believe in it. Do you think there's people out there that think that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, why not? Nothing's real. Nothing is real. Nothing's real. Leave me alone. Do what I want. Yep. That's what I say when the cops pull me over. I just say nothing is real. I do what I want, and then they they you, they do a little shiver and go back to their car and drive away. Yeah, you just say society is a construct, man. We're all these rules, like you know, we just agreed on them. Yeah, it's there, there's no. You know, this didn't come from God. We're just people driving around. No, I'm thinking more like we're all we're living in a uh, in a simulation. <laughs> Nothing is real. <clears throat> your pain is in your is in your mind, right? They put somebody put the pain in this simulation. They wanted you to feel this anxious all the time and this have this much self hatred. This is what, programmed programmed into you. <laughs> To walk around loathing yourself. They sit back and they don't have to feel that way, but they enjoy watching this program. They some check in every once in a while. Yeah. During a specifically anxious moment, you know. Thank you to whoever whoever did that. Appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Um, should we should we be done? Let's be done. This is our special uh, New Year's Eve episode of Heavy Breather. Ringing in the new year, ushering in a new era. You will remember this till the day you 2021 COVID disappears at the stroke of midnight. Right. But once Biden gets elected, I mean, I put in like the second he's Mm -hmm. a, what do you call it? A sworn in. Yep. There we go. Love it. Then he's going to keel over. Love you. Oh yeah, for sure. His mission will be completed. Um, but yeah, we love you. Close his eyes, and and he's he, he's also one of those people that can just shut his life off if he wants. He'll just you'll see oh, yeah. him close his eyes, and you'll notice you'll know immediately he's dead. No one will. Yeah, just the the color will drain out of his face, and ever, no one will be surprised. Even it'll just be just like it was like planned for. People they'll just sort of catch him and right. like put him in a box, That's it. and then he, he closes his eyes and lets out a ghostly moan. <laughs> I hope he lives a long time. Come on. Yeah, come Like on. 140, just uh, in bed, screaming. Uh, uh, right? Yep, decaying, but still conscious. Conscious. Uh, anyway, 
if you're if, anyway thank you so much this heavy breather we'll see you next week thank you so much to the new patron uh who mm-hmm. did subscribe to our patreon uh, patreon.com forward slash heavy breather yep we record bonus episodes every single week it's the second half of the show so you're getting half of the show if you want the other half you to you know find out the conclusion all the the cliffhangers that we we leave in this show you, you know you find out what happened in, in that one so tune in tune in tune on tune out happy new year happy new year love you guys see you next time Bye.
Oh, oh, oh.